0: You're listening to the Travel Geniuses podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode two. Hey, Travel Geniuses, welcome to episode two of the Travel Geniuses podcast. I'm thrilled you're back for another episode. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you do check out episode one where I talked about some online tools that I use every day that save me a ton of time and stress in my business, and they're all free. So go ahead and check that out. Um, hopefully you'll find something there that helps you. Today we're going to talk about client gifts. And I know this is a hot topic among travel agents because I see it come up a lot in forums and Facebook groups. Everybody wants to know what everybody else is giving as client gifts, how much you're spending, all of that stuff. So we're going to discuss that a little bit today. I want to first start by talking about my philosophy when it comes to client gifts. They're more than just a present and a gift for your clients. And if you do this right, it really can help with your marketing. It could gain you new clients um, if you're being really thoughtful and smart about the things you're giving as client gifts. So let me explain what I mean by that. Back when I first started in the industry, it was pretty standard to give a shipboard credit if somebody was going on a cruise or maybe a basket of fruit or a bottle of wine in their room at their hotel. And that was pretty much what people did for their client gifts. And the big discussion then was just, it wasn't what are you giving? It's how much, what percentage of your commission are you spending? So if you earned $500 in commission, you would usually spend about $50 on the shipboard credit or some other gift for your clients. But it was pretty uninspired, not very exciting. And today, because of all the rebaters, I think that's where it kind of got started. um, It's not really the best way to do things. It does feel much like rebating. I mean, really, if somebody knows if I book with them and my cruise is $5,000, I'm going to get a $50 shipboard credit. It's pretty much what Costco does, right? So it's not very ethical. It's not a smart way to do business. You're just competing for the lowest price. And those types of customers aren't really loyal. However, if you're smart with your client gifts and instead give something that helps your clients see that you really care about them and you really know them, so you're building a relationship, or if you give something that's so exciting and unexpected that they can't help but talk about it and potentially share it on their social media sites and talk about what an amazing travel agent they have, then that is not just, that's just taking care of your people and showing appreciation for them, which is really what a gift is. Now, if you already have clients, they've been with you for 10 years and you've nurtured the relationship and they're long-term customers, they're loyal to you. And you've just traditionally given them a certain amount as a shipboard credit every time they cruise or a bottle of wine every time they check into a hotel. That's okay. Go ahead and keep doing that. They're used to that. It's tradition. They're going to expect that. So that's perfectly fine. But going forward, do me a favor and just try this new way of thinking and see how it works out for you. Now, these don't have to be big gifts. I'm going to talk about some big and small gifts, but the whole point really is just to First of all, make it an exercise in getting to know your clients. It'll help you keep that in the back of your head instead of just going through the motions and booking their travel. If if you know you have to give them something thoughtful at the end of this or something personal to them, you're always going to be paying attention for those little clues about what they like and what they don't like, what their hobbies are, what their interests are, things like that. So it's a good exercise just for that alone. And if you don't want to spend a lot of money, I know some agents are just completely against client gifts. Um, one thing you can do, and I'll link to an article about this in the show notes. Richard Turin wrote something about an agency that they required all of their agents for every vacation that they book, they had to choose a book for those clients and go to their manager and tell them what book they wanted to give and why and, you know, give an explanation for how they came up with this book. And I think that right there is such an amazing, it's just a book, it's not terribly expensive. But as I said, it helps you sort of in the back of your mind, you're always looking for clues on how can I find the right book? Are they into music? Are they into food? Are they into birds? Are they into the history of the place they're going or the architecture? What's the thing that they want? How can I make sure I get a really good book for them on this trip? Maybe it doesn't even have to do with the destination. Maybe they really want to try and improve their photography on this trip so you get them a really good photography book. So anyway, um, if nothing else, use it as an exercise for just making sure you're really getting to know those clients. That is what sets us apart from the internet. It's customer service whatever. Everybody they they can have people on the phone 24/7. We can't, I mean we could, but who wants to live like that? Like we there's not a lot that we can compete with when it comes to them. They have more for advertising, they can hire more people, they have better technology, they have better contracts. I mean, the big internet companies have a lot of stuff going for them, but they're not people. They're not taking care of people the way we can. They're not getting to know their clients and forming those relationships the way we can. So we really have to um, work hard to put that part of our business and what we do front and center and make sure we're doing that really well. This is our unfair advantage. They cannot, there's no way they can compete on that. So um, this is what we can do really, really well. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a few Types of client gifts, I've kind of got three categories here that I'm going to talk about, and I'll give you a few examples of them. I do have a document you can download in the show notes where I've kind of compiled some of my favorite ideas for the moment. They're different examples than what I'm going to be sharing here. So definitely check that out. You'll find that at travelgeniuses.com episode two. Now, the first type of client gift I want to talk about is these are things that help Your clients talk about their trip and share their photos, basically. Um, I'm a little self-conscious when I'm talking about a vacation or sharing pictures from a a destination I've been to because I've been in that situation where I feel trapped by somebody who's showing me all 500 pictures that they took on their week-long vacation. 20% of them are out of focus. There's 10, 20 pictures of every single thing You know, just different angles, and I have to hear a story for each one, and I hate it. And I can get stuck sometimes for an hour with some people, and I'm just really worried. I don't want to do that to somebody else. So I have a hard time feeling comfortable sharing my photos with people or talking about my trip sometimes. So I like to make this easy because if it's easy for your clients to share their pictures and talk about their trip, they had a great time and they talk about it. Other people are going to get excited. And maybe it's a place they've never considered going, but because your client had such a great time, now they want to. Or maybe it's been on their list for a while, but they just never got around to it. And they get inspired because your client went and enjoyed it so much. And well, we better do it. You know, if we've been waiting. Let's go ahead and do it. And if they don't have a travel agent they're working with and your client had a perfect vacation, of course they're going to call you to book that trip. So that's what I mean when I say this can sort of help get you new clients um, and be part of your marketing budget. Talk to your tax accountant before you do that. But I mean, it really can help and make a difference and get your name out there. So some examples of what this could look like are photo books, of course, everybody's Probably heard of photo books. There's a million places you can get those made. One place that I like is called ChatBooks. It's just an app on your phone. And what it's designed for is to work when you're logged into your Instagram account and it can automatically make a book for you. So you could give that as a gift actually to your clients. And if they attach a certain hashtag to pictures, it will pull those pictures with that hashtag and just automatically create the book for them. So you could give them a credit and let them make it themselves or you could be super sneaky and put on your spy hat. And if you're friends with them on Instagram or Facebook, or if they have their accounts public and they share a lot of photos, you can go in there and screenshot those photos on your phone, crop them down. So you're taking away all the outside Instagram or Facebook, you know, the header and all that stuff and create a photo book from those pictures. Now, one good thing to do is check their kids' accounts, too, especially if they're traveling with teenagers or preteens. They might not be on Facebook as much, but they're probably on Instagram, and you can kind of spy on them as well. And if they have enough, make a book. These chat books start at about $15, so you could make a book for the parents, but also make one for the kids. People love it when you make a... If you do something for the kids, if you do something for their children and sometimes their pets, that means 10 times more to people than if you did it for themselves. They love it when people make a big deal of their kids and their pets. So if you can make one for the kids too, bonus points for you. Now, if your clients are not on Facebook or Instagram, or you're not friends with them and their accounts private, you can still ask them to send you pictures, have them just text them to you or shoot you an email with 20, 30 of their favorite pictures. It's not as big of a surprise if you do it that way. They'll probably have an idea that you're going to do some sort of gift for them, but it's still a nice gesture and... A nice surprise in the end for them. So that makes it super easy for them to get this book, leave it out on their coffee table, take it to work, share it with their friends, get them talking about their trip in a non-hour long boring way. (laughs) So that's the first thing. The second thing, get your pictures the same way, but you only need one picture this way. You can have it blown up into a large canvas print or some places even do it on wood or metal or glass, all kinds of things. There's even places that you can go and have blankets made sweatshirts pillows um, phone cases tote bags you name it you can have it done zazzle.com is one company but I know there are a ton of others. Um, I've done the big canvas prints at Costco, and I believe Costco does metal prints as well. I'm not sure, but check that out. Um, there are a ton of places to do this. So that's another way you can do this with a great family picture or a group picture, or even if they got a really great shot of something like the Coliseum or the Eiffel Tower or some wildlife in Africa, you can have that blown up as well for them. I have one other idea in this category for you. If you have an Apple computer, I don't know that there's anything similar, at least not anything as free or easy within the PC world. So if you don't have a Mac computer, see if you have a friend who does if you wanna do this, um, but you can within the Photos software program that comes with your Mac, there is the ability to create a sideshow and you literally just select the photos, pick a song, and choose like the theme and you can choose what type of transitions you want to happen when it fades in and out between the pictures. It will put together the slideshow for you automatically and you don't have to fiddle around with how long each picture needs to show because it will if you choose the right setting it will just fill the song with the pictures. So you don't want to have too many or they'll go too fast but um, it's really easy. I'm going to include a link in the show notes to the just the simple instructions from Apple. I'm um, not going to get into how to do it, but it's really, really easy. And you can create that for your clients and then they can post that on Facebook if they want, or it just makes it a lot like really easy and fun way to share their best vacation memories with their friends. So there are a few ideas for that. There are a million more, I'm sure. So just be creative and always be thinking about different ways that you can help make it easier for your clients to share their photos. Now, the second type, um, these are gifts that I call them Instagrammable gifts. These are things that are really exciting, really unexpected, um, things that maybe your clients didn't even know were possible to do. This is actually my favorite because I'm always, always looking for fun and unique gift ideas I actually keep a Google Doc where anytime I see a fun um gift idea, I copy the link, paste it in my doc with a little description about what it is. So, I review that every once in a while, especially when I've got a new trip coming up, just to see if there's anything in there that would fit with this client. Even if I don't have somebody in mind at the moment for that gift idea. For instance, I found these great book mar- um bookends. Um, they're just simple wooden bookends. And on the the bottom of the L, you know, the decorative part of the bookend, I don't know how to describe that. What is that called? But anyway, it's like an L shaped bookend. And then standing up on the end of it is one of those posts, you know, with the the little signs that say like, 5000 miles to Nairobi or what you know like different destinations and I thought that was really cute and would be a fun way for a book lover to also sort of display where they've been you could probably get one blank and just um give them a marker or something so they can write in the destinations as they go to new places so I haven't given that to anybody yet but there's there's one idea for you um I'll try I'll link to that in the show notes too in case you're interested it's actually a just a woman in England, I believe, who makes those. So I'll link to that in the show notes. But these are just fun, interesting things that wow your clients and that they're really excited to talk to people about. Um, maybe they'll take pictures and post them on Instagram and talk about how amazing their travel agent is and look at this super cool thing my travel agent gave me. But maybe not. Maybe they'll just talk about it a lot. But either way, there are things that are going to get noticed and get attention. Some other examples would be we had a client who was surprising his wife for Mother's Day with a Disney cruise. So he wanted a fun way to present it to her. So we hired a local cookie baker and you can find these, Google it, Google custom cookies or check Etsy. They don't have to be local. It's nice if you can do a local, but Etsy also is a great place to find some really creative cookie makers and you want them to be creative unless you are yourself. Um, We weren't Able to come up with the concept. We just told her, look, this guy's taking his family on a Disney cruise. It's a surprise for Mother's Day. And she came up with the cookies herself. What she did was went online and looked at pictures of the ship. So she made one big cookie of the ship, the exact ship they were going to be on, and then looked up pictures of what the cabin doors look like and recreated the cabin door in a cookie with their cabin number on it. And then also made Mickey ear cookies for each of the kids and the parents with their name in it, scrolled in gold, just like when you get the custom Mickey ears at Disneyland. So that was a really fun one. You could do that with people. I saw one, um, where they had made a puzzle of the destination. It was Holland. So it was just four cookies, like puzzle shapes, and then a Holland, you know, tulips and wouldn't choose on it, but that's another fun way. Um, you could have a puzzle depending on how many people are in the family, one puzzle piece for each person. And that's super cute. It's something they're going to want to talk about and think is really nice. Even if they don't eat cookies, they're just so pretty and fun to have. So that's one idea. And that's not terribly expensive. Something else you can do that's also not expensive is just call the hotel in advance. Um, your hotel partners want to help you with stuff like this or if you if you're working with an onsite in another company or a tour operator who has people on the ground on location Get them involved in it and ask them for ideas. If you don't have any ideas, just ask like, what's something really unique and exciting about your town or your city or your neighborhood that I can incorporate as a gift for these clients? So one thing I've done is people that I know are into craft beers, when they're in a city that has a lot of craft breweries, I'll talk to the hotel and have like a champagne bucket in their room, but with a sampling of local craft beers that they can't necessarily get from home. Um You could also have a local handicraft or some chocolates or whatever they're really into um, that's local to the destination. Just have a nice little thoughtful thing in their room, not generic, you know, strawberries with chocolate. One thing I did, and this was a little more expensive, but I had a client who was Going to New York City for Christmas, and he thought it would be a great surprise for his daughter, but she was mad. She was about nine years old and was not happy about not being at home for Christmas Day. So I had the hotel put a tree in their room, and I got a local company to deliver. The hotel helped me come up with some of these ideas, but we had a Christmas snow globe with the New York City skyline. Um, wrapped and under the tree for her. And then also a basket of candies from Dylan's Candy Shop. And she just loved that. And it was one of her best Christmases, she said. So like I said, you got to be paying attention to what your clients are saying and always be thinking about ways that you can really make an impact and just do something nice to make the trip more enjoyable. So those are the Instagrammable ones and I've got again other ideas in that handout. If you've got some ideas let me know and maybe we can create a bigger doc a community document with lots of fun gift ideas in there. Now this third type of client gift isn't necessarily going to be something people are going to talk about to other people that might not get you new clients. I mean they might but it's not going to make as big of an impact as those other two. However It is going to demonstrate to your clients that you really do care and that you're paying attention to all the details and trying to make their trip go as smoothly as possible. These are just little inexpensive things that make a trip easier. So I like to give little trip care kits. And these are just small things that I know I never remember to pack, but I don't want to leave home without. So one of my favorite things to include in this is those little wisps toothbrushes. They're a little hard to find now but you can still get them on Amazon. They're just little disposable plastic toothbrushes with a little pod of like minty gel in the middle. I don't know that it's toothpaste but it's a great way to just freshen your mouth and brush your teeth throughout the flight. I don't want to spend any more time in the airplane bathroom than I absolutely have to Unless it's the shower suite on Emirates, but that hasn't happened yet. So I don't like those disgusting bathrooms and I don't want to sit in there and brush my teeth. But I also hate when I've got, you know, 10, 16 hours of travel time and just my mouth is disgusting. So those are nice to have um, earplugs, a few granola bars, some mints and gum, things like that. Just little things that you know are important to have with you, but you always forget to bring. Another thing, if you have clients going on a cruise, and I know agents are always looking for things to put their logos on, and this, I don't know if this is possible, it just, just came to me, <laughs> Um, but there's never, there are never enough outlets in a cruise cabin, ever, and now everybody's got a cell phone and a camera and all these things that need to be charged every day, so I bring a small, like, power strip. It's not really the kind, not with the extra cord, but it's just like it goes into one outlet and it's just a little tiny bar with like three outlets on it. I also found one at Ikea that has four or five USB um, outlets on it. So it just takes up one power cord, one outlet, but allows you to charge three to five items at once. Um, you could get that and put your logo on it for anybody traveling Even if they're not on a cruise, sometimes hotels, they're getting better, but there aren't always even enough outlets in hotels. So that's another idea of something that they wouldn't have necessarily thought to bring. But you're thinking ahead and you know what they need so you can provide that for them. But just don't unless you know your clients want it and will appreciate it. Don't get pens with your agency name on it. Don't do the tote bags. Nobody wants that stuff. Maybe there are some people that do, but I feel bad about getting rid of them. But then I end up with like this massive pile of tote bags in the corner of my closet. And I finally just had to start donating them to Goodwill because nobody I know wants them. I can't even give them away to people. So unless you know there's a specific reason for it on this trip, or if you know that your clients typically do like that kind of thing, I would just steer clear of that and just try to find things that are really going to be useful. Luggage scales is another one that's really good. I don't even have one of those, but I would really appreciate one. So um, just try to be mindful of what they're actually going to use. There's no point in giving them something and spending money on it, even if it's less than a dollar, if they aren't going to use it and it's just going to get thrown in a drawer and, you know, never be looked at again. I do have one other idea in this category, and this is a little different. I often will give my clients a stack of 20 or 30 single dollar bills. The reason is because I never have cash and I always get to my hotel room and I don't have cash to tip the bellman or whoever's bringing my bag up to me or The valet, I never have money for that when I need it. So I like to give them some singles so they can get on their trip and have money to tip people when they need to, the cab driver whoever. Even if they're traveling internationally, most places, people are fine getting US dollars and they know how to go in and exchange them. So um, that's just another idea there. As I said, I do have some additional ideas in a free guide that you can download. Just go to travelgeniuses.com slash episode two, you'll find the link there, as well as links to some of the things I've mentioned in this episode, and that Richard Turan article, which I really like, and um, you should check that out. I'll also link to a blog post that I wrote about it when it first came out, just with some of my additional thoughts. And that is it for this topic. I think we've covered just about everything. Do check the show notes, especially if you are tuning in later. If I do an updated episode, I will link to that in the show notes as well. Hope you've enjoyed this. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really looking forward to what's to come. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you'd like to be notified when new episodes are released. And don't forget to share it with your friends as well. And please do let me know if you have any ideas for topics, anybody that you think I should talk to. I don't want it to just be me talking on all the time. So I have some interview guests lined up, but um, if you know of anybody that's got some really great insight and ideas that can help travel agents, let me know. And if you're struggling with something, let me know that as well. I'll do my best to find a solution for you. And share that in a future episode. Or if you come up with a solution, even if it seems silly to you, there are some things that I just do second nature and somebody's so shocked and amazed by it. And I'm like, what hell you know, I've been doing that since forever. So if there's some little trick that you know, that's really helped streamline your processes, or make your business run a little smoother, let me know that too. I'm always looking for new things to share. With that, have a great week. I will see you in episode three, where we are talking about niches. And I know you've probably heard people talk about niches, but you're not all doing it. So maybe there's something in this next episode that will change your mind. Maybe my idea of what a niche is is a little different than what you thought. And maybe that will make it easier for you to choose a niche too. So I hope you'll join me. I feel like this is the most important thing you can do for your business is to choose a good niche. It will change everything. So I hope to see you in episode three. Have a great week.